Hey everybody, Mitch Newman here. Welcome to Magical Moments with Mitch, where my intention is to add a little bit more magic to your already magical lives. Because in a world of uncertainty, in many situations, the one thing I am absolutely certain of is that magic exists in each and every one of us. And our role and our responsibility and our energy needs to be focused on unleashing that magic out into the world and inspiring other people to ultimately do the same. So I want to talk a little bit today about uh, this idea of how to uh, be more productive and more authentic in the choices that we make in doing things for others, both personally and professionally. Because how you do one thing is how you do the other. So if you find yourself overcommitting yourself, saying yes to everything and to everyone, chances are, and you're doing that in your business, chances are you're doing that at home. And it's very kind of a deep-rooted, deep-seated experience of how we as children ultimately find our roles in our family, how we discover, hopefully discover, how we matter the role that we play, the expectations, and as a result, how we ultimately get our loving or attempt to get our loving. So if we're constantly doing in a family where people are just taking, then we start to realize that and we start to associate that we get love when we do for others. And that becomes a pattern of behavior that we then take into our teens and into our young adulthood, and quite frankly, into all stages of life until we start to identify on some level that this behavior is no longer fulfilling the need that it once did. Now, how does that often show up? It usually shows up with people coming to me and saying they're just physically, mentally, and emotionally exhausted and they're no longer realizing that uh, any needs are being met, that they're more frustrated with other people and disappointed by other people and angry with other people and resentful of other people, and that ultimately is a reflection of how they're feeling about themselves because the drug of acceptance, of knowing that you matter, of hearing, oh, Mitch, thank you so much, I appreciate you, thank you for doing that, that drug that that many of us would get for years has kind of worn off the impact, the effect that it has. And so we'll keep doing it, keep waiting for that high of, oh, I must be loved, I must be good, I must be valuable, I must matter. And less and less are we able to connect to those experiences and we feel disconnected and disconcerted. Um, and discombobulated from all of that because we actually feel worse about ourselves. And it creates a, a real mental and emotional exhaustion. So I know when somebody comes to me, whether it's happening at home or it's happening at work or in their business, that that mental and emotional state is ultimately depleted. So the question becomes, how do you give it away the goodness that is you, that is a part of you, without giving yourself away. 
how do you give it away without giving yourself away? Because in the past, we were actually compromising ourselves. We were actually participating in an aspect of manipulation where we would, in fact, manipulate people, getting them to like us, to love us, to appreciate us by the doing for them. And whenever they would call, they knew that you were going to say yes. They knew that, as many friends once referred to me as Uncle Mitch, they knew Uncle Mitch would come through. That I would be the hero in the moment, the savior of the day, of the situation. And I would be showered with appreciation and flowery words and thoughts and ideas and, oh my God, you're the best, blah, blah, blah. And then it wore off. And then all of a sudden I would hear all those things and they would fall on deaf ears. And I would start to go to a place of that people were actually manipulating me, were actually manipulating me in the process to get them to do things. When in fact it was the other way around. I was actually manipulating them. I was actually creating the scenario where I would get to show up and be the hero. And then the drug wore off. And then a part of me, quietly, head on the pillow at night, would wonder, who am I? What am I really about? What really matters most to me? And in the process, I realized in all of that, that I had really given up on this notion of self-care. That I made self-care, or whatever feelings that I was going for, or whatever fuel I was getting would be coming externally. That I wasn't taking care of myself physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, none of it. But boy, oh boy, when I need that fix, I could actually then manipulate somebody in a situation or circumstance to be able to get those kinds of words of affection and appreciation. But when you wake up one day and you realize that you were giving it away, that you were actually participating in a form of manipulation, powerful form, that you didn't necessarily know that what you were getting back from other people was genuinely authentic and really a reflection of who you are or what their expectations were. That you had created yourself, that I had created myself as a bit of a tool. So I started to shift it over time because I realized it wasn't working and I realized the more I did it, the more it wasn't working and I realized, okay, well, if I'm going to do something differently and show up differently and get something differently, then I can't continue to do this. And boy, oh boy, did that piss a lot of people off. They didn't necessarily realize what was going on. I didn't have a conversation with people and did say, listen, I've been manipulating you to, to be able to get you to shower me with love and affection and flowery and glowing words of appreciation and didn't do it that way. But what was really interesting was what actually happened when I started to say this one word that so many people are uncomfortable with, and that word is no. When I started to check in and realize, as I had been advised by a coach of mine, that it's either 100% yes or it's a no. And I started saying no to people. And they were shocked. They were thrown completely. I, I literally went off the script 
They knew they were going to call. They knew what they were going to say. They knew I would say yes. They knew it would get done. They knew they would say the next lines of, wow, Mitch, you're amazing. And then I said no. And people didn't like it. What's happened to Mitch? You've probably been there. People start wondering, oh, you've changed. You're not the, you're not the person that you once were. It must be the influence of your relationship. It must be the influence of the people you do business with. It must be some other force outside of you instead of that force that actually is inside of you that is actually for your own good. All they could understand is it was no longer in their best interest. And so people slipped away. People that I perceived that I was friends with were gone, literally gone out of my life. And they could run all the stories about how I shifted and how I changed and they don't recognize me anymore and blah, blah, blah. None of it really mattered to me because what I realized was that wasn't really the genuine friendship. That we had created this script together, we created this dance together, we created this opportunity to get what at the time was both of our needs met. And then my needs changed. That I no longer chose to seek validation from outside forces. That it was time to take responsibility for my life, both personally and professionally, in a way that allowed me to connect to who I was, what I was about, and my desire to show up authentically. Now, I couched it a little bit because I said earlier, I said, you know, I just started saying the word no. What I really did was I started saying no and here's why. I didn't owe anybody an explanation, but I wanted people to understand because I felt if there was an opportunity, if ever there was going to be an opportunity for me to model what healthy, loving, nurturing relationships can look like, that through self-care, that was a way to do that, to be able to say to people, no, I can't do that and here's why. I've been neglecting time with my family and I'm no longer willing to do that. Or no, and here's what I am willing to do because it was something that I checked in with and I was willing to do it. But that wasn't the intention that was originally set up. I went what I call off script. We all had our lines memorized like a script in a TV show or a movie. And all of a sudden I improvised and I said something that shocked everyone. No, and here's why. I realized that I was tired of giving myself away, that it was important first and foremost for me to know who I am, to love myself first, to not make anyone else responsible for my happiness and my joy, that the only thing that I wanted from other people was for them to be able to contribute to that experience and that I could then be that person to contribute to them. So people slipped away. People walked away. People disappeared. People stopped returning my phone call. And you know what? It stung for a moment, and then it was gone. I owned the dance that I had created. I owned the partnerships that I had sought out. I owned that they were not in my highest good, and quite frankly, not in their highest good either. So I shifted it. And I started to saying yes to the things that mattered most to me, that can contribute to other people, that wouldn't put myself or my family in a compromising situation or a situation where our needs were being neglected. 
but just as they tell you on an airplane, put your oxygen mask on first before assisting other passengers. Don't create another victim. Don't disappoint yourself and subsequently your family for the praises of somebody outside of you. You don't need that. I learned that I don't need that. I learned that what I needed to do was to validate myself, to confirm to me and within me who I am. And the willingness to be consistent moving forward with that. So now this idea of giving it away is easy. Creating value in other people's lives is easy. Creating opportunity for other people is graceful. It's a gentle experience. It's a nurturing experience. And not with the expectation on anybody else to give me something. If they want to say thank you and they want to say I appreciate you, if they say I I want you to know how much it means to me, that's fantastic. But many times when people will approach me and they'll compliment me about something, I don't just say thank you. I say thank you for reflecting that back to me. And they kind of look at me a bit quizzically and I'm like, no, because that's the intention. What you're reflecting back to me is the intention that I was putting out in the universe. What you're reflecting back to me is the intention that I set moving forward in the saying of yes or in the saying of no. And here's why. It reminded me, their compliments, their acknowledgement reminded me that the intention that I set out to accomplish was being met. That I was already experiencing it and now you're just confirming that back to me without an expectation at all that they would have to say anything. Just the genuine desire and awareness within me of what it was that I was putting out there and what was being received was was enough. And that's a huge departure when your insides and your outsides don't match up. When you're looking for other people to validate you that you belong here on the planet, that you're of value, that you're of worth, that we put that level of responsibility in other people's hands. So if they're happy about something you did, you feel amazing. And if they're unhappy with something that happened, you feel badly about yourself. You live your life in reaction to. I lived for years in reaction to other people's experiences of me. doesn't work. There's a lot of pain associated with that. And truth be told, some people never wake up from it. Some people go to their grave seeking validation from other people rather than confirmation of what they already know. It's a huge difference. I think about that movie with Tom Cruise and Renee Zellweger where she says at the end of the movie, you complete me. And all the women in the audience are like, oh gosh, I want a man to be able to say that to me. And all the men are 
squirming in their seats going, what does that even mean? Here's the deal. Nobody completes anybody. What happens when we wake up to the notion and idea and commitment to who we genuinely are and we're on point and we're living on purpose, nobody needs to validate you in that situation. Nobody needs to complete you. What they're ultimately doing is they're complimenting you and reflecting back to you the intention that you're putting out in the world. You complete me doesn't work. You complement the intention that I put out in the universe and you reflect that back to me and I'm grateful for that. That's what we ultimately need. That's the place that we ultimately need to uh, arrive at so that the choices that we make moving forward and the things that we say yes to are the things where we can create the most impact. I appreciate each and every one of you. We'll see you again tomorrow. Thanks for listening in. And if you'd like to follow me or connect with me, you can do so on Facebook and Instagram at Life's a Mitchism.